Hola, Hola and Kumusta from, from the, the Desi, Desi Five. It's Jorge and Nelly, and this is episode two. Episode two, we are calling it the Umbilical Odyssey, a journey from the womb to the birthing room. Mm. So tonight we're going to be talking about our ultrasound experiences and our birthing experiences between both of uh, my pregnancies. So, what do you remember, Bip, from the very ultrasound of Josie, the very first ultrasound? (laughs) It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. (laughs) Okay, well... Ultrasound. Let's see. So, what is an ultrasound? Do you know what an ultrasound is? It's the um, the you know the rubbing the belly with the thing and the see it on little TV. <laughs> you see a picture, folks. You see his, some. His, you see some uh, like you know, see the vertebrae. And that's about Jorge's it. Jorge's definition of an ultrasound is. Say it again. The thing. You the the, thing you rub stuff on it, and you see things on a little TV. <laughs> anyway. That's how we would describe to aliens, like if they landed. <laughs> I think aliens would know what an ultrasound is. They're far more advanced than our species could ever be. But anyway, an ultrasound, so I'm going to get a little medical here. An ultrasound is a way to uh, see an image of the baby when it's in your uterus. So it looks for, you're looking at the anatomy of the baby, you're looking at listening to the heart. Um, You could also see the heart pumping um, blood. And um, if it's early enough in the pregnancy, you could actually see a little spark. And that's usually what the heartbeat is, what the heartbeat looks like under an ultrasound. Um, You're looking at any anomalies, any defects, you're doing a lot of listening. You're basically confirming that something is there in your belly after that first, uh, you know, when your pregnancy test is positive. It's usually done within the first trimester of the pregnancy to confirm that you're pregnant. Um, And after that, about 15 weeks, that's when you could really see the gender of the baby. So whether or not it has a a Kang Kang or a Tang Tang, as Joe Koi <laughs> puts it. Um, and around 20 weeks or so, which is, we consider the age of viability, 20 weeks is, uh, um, you could actually start seeing the features of how your baby will look like. So if you do like a 3D ultrasound, it's pretty neat to see uh, what the baby looks like. And, um, We'd like. I wish we could show a picture of jo- of uh, Josie's ultrasound and her coming out looked exactly how she looked in my womb. Um, so, yeah. So that's and it's usually done at you know at, you'll be referred out by your obstetrician to or even just in the um, the OBGYN's office they could do it there. Uh, it's uh, usually what we call transvaginal. Or trans abdominal. It's what we usually use, you know, to see the baby. And uh, there's actually different types of probes, 
but we won't get into that because it's a little too tricky. But uh, anyway, the ultrasound, so what it does, it, it uh, sends sounds to the baby, to the anatom an anatomical features of your womb, and it echoes that and, and projects it on a computer screen. So that's what you're seeing. You're seeing the um, sound waves depicted in an image. What? <clears throat> I remember at that time reading about, uh, I guess, pregnant moms that didn't want to have it because of the... Uh, so I don't know if that's true or not. The ultrasound like hurts the baby or... or I don't know. I don't think we ever looked into it, but I remember reading something about that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that too, where, you know, the if it really affects the baby. But, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know that maybe they need to do more research on it i thought it was mainly the like the 3d ultrasound ones because it's 3d so it's you know more it's not inv more invasive but just more stuff going at the baby right like it's not radiation so to speak because it's sound it's sound waves sound waves anyway so um, and they're fine. They came out fine. <laughs> they they're came fine. out okay. So anyway, so with the ultrasound, usually if it's transvaginal, they actually stick something up your kang kang, and hopefully the ultrasound <laughs> ultrasound tech can warm up that gel because <laughs> you don't want cold gel up your kang kang and on your belly. It's just uncomfortable. So anyway, when we found out about Josie. We, you know, we had some kind of, it was kind of a funny, <clears throat> funny day. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it funny, but I guess we can say that. <laughs> I remember it was in the great city of Linwood, California. You referred to your uh, office there, the ultrasound. It was you, me, and my mom. And Javi. And my little brother, Javi. Take it away. <laughs> and then... <laughs> well, anyway, before before that, you know, we were debating on whether or not we should have uh, people come with us. Because, you know, we... I think we were... No, the first the first ultrasound, it was just me and you. Well, I, I think... We, we confirmed that there's something there. There's a baby there. There's a baby in there. There was no discussion, but it was... I mean, I think we just both thought, like... What what could what what could go wrong? What could go wrong at your <laughs> ultrasound visit? So the second time we had our ultrasound with Josie, I was about sixteen, seventeen weeks, and this is the time when you find out the gender of the baby. So, you know, I'm all we're all excited, like we're having a baby. We didn't really think of like oh do we want a boy do we want a girl as long as the baby is healthy i've always preferred to have a girl first um because you know girl power but um other people you know they want especially my family they're like oh you need to have a boy first it's just you need to have a boy um and I'm like, why? <laughs> why do I need to have a boy first? Why can't I have a boy second? Um, we ended up having all girls. So, <laughs> you know, the irony of it all. But, um, yeah, that ultrasound was not very... I, it, was, it was memorable in the sense that... Uh, yeah, so they, they're doing the ultrasound. <laughs> and they're like, okay, are you ready? Like, you want to you know what's gonna, what it is? Yeah! excited and then okay i'll show you do the sound or i'll do the sound 
I think you should do that. Okay. Anyway, so the ultra trans, uh, ul- uh, ultrasound tech was like, okay, you guys ready? You're having a girl. And then my mom says, ah. Yeah, <laughs> that really like that. hurt my feelings. Something like that. <laughs> I think Javi was excited. Javi was like, all right. <laughs> he said something funny, but he was also still kind of a young kid then, so he's just like, whatever. <laughs> My mom wanted a boy, but she just shouldn't have said that. <laughs> he want, anyway, he, she wanted a boy because, of course, you know, Jorge is the firstborn baby. And he was a, he's a boy. So, of course, you know, that um, ideal was um, so. was what they, want, they were expecting. <laughs> but for, see, for my end, like, my, my, my mom wanted a boy. Like, she was also, was like... Ugh, you are having a boy. It's like, really? That's the reaction you have? But my dad was the one that was like, no, I want a girl because my, my first baby is a girl. And I was like, thanks, dad. Thanks for, uh, you know, um, so, making me feel better. Don't take anybody or... <laughs> That's the lesson or of this lay story. Out, or lay out the rules. <laughs> I guess. You're going to come to my ultrasound, but you can't sigh in my ultrasound. Um, but yeah, you know, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, but now that they're, um, you know, out, gosh, like everybody just loves these girls like, like crazy. Cause there's something else. If you ever meet our kids and our friends who know our kids, they, they know how crazy these bunch of little girls are. That was so, Josie's and then that was Josie's the twins ultrasound. ultrasound was a shocker. <laughs> So we felt we um did we decide right away to have kids after Josie or was it, were they kind of a surprise? Cause Josie I felt like was more planned, and the twins were kind of just like. I don't remember. I'm gonna say we sort of planned it, or we were just like fuck it. We'll just <laughs> we'll just have another baby right away. I think we weren't sleeping and we, our brains were not functioning right to. And then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened. We made love and boom, we had kids. It was like we had a second baby within a year of, of oh, having Josie. I don't remember the date, but it was a, it was a warm, breezy day in Orange County. Oh, we were but, drinking for sure. Oh, no, no, everything no, 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 always ultras- involves alcohol. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the ultrasound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like making the baby because... Yeah, we made the baby. I'm pretty sure we had a lot of modelos and uh, beer and, um, yeah, to make them, you know. It was a beautiful day in Orange County. I can't remember where the uh, place was at, but um, it's near the hospital. It was St. Joseph's, yeah, St. Joseph's Hospital. So, you know, I think I was, you know, I just had done it before, so, you know, I get in. He's a seasoned pro at this point. Do the thing, you know, just see the picture, okay. You know, happy, but you know, yeah, just get it done. And I guess I, I should probably tell the story. Since yeah, I'm you should tell the story because he was the one that saw I, it. I, I don't know what you. Uh, I was just look, at that point. I was trying to hold Josie. Jo- so we they, had to. They, they be- didn't tell you first, right? No, no we okay. had to. I had we had to bring Josie with us because I mean we're both. You know, we we have to bring our first child with us. So she was in there just like drooling and laughing and running around, and so I was kind of oh. keeping an eye on her in the ultrasound room exam room um but take it away Jorge. <clears throat> yeah so they set up the monitor and you know rub the jelly on your, on your uh, belly do the whole thing you know they 
do the procedures they do, we check what they gotta check, and then uh, did we know we didn't know it was a girl at that point. Uh, we didn't know anything, right? No, we didn't know the gender okay. yet. Cause we were, I think we were hoping, you know, at least, you know, like at least be a boy, you know, one of each, that'd be great. And I will set this up by saying that I don't know how much we had talked about it, but I, 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 at two, two kids, I was, I was happy with that. I was like, two kids have two, and yeah, I think that's what the limit was. Even number, (laughs) nice, you know. So okay, so we go in, set it up, and then the the tech says, okay, you guys ready? But she she looked at me. I remember, like she looked at me. She said, "Okay, you ready? Um, so do you want to uh, do you want to know what uh, baby A or baby B or something like that?" She said. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, let me go back a little bit because I, I just I killed, I killed the punchline. But initially, when she was setting up the the image, I saw two like bubbles right the sacks. I, bubbles. Didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. Two at that time. bubbles in my belly. She quickly did. And it I'm and just I saw yeah, and I'm just looking at Jorge because I'm you know. No, did you like, see what? it though? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I was looking at you to to see your reaction. So I I saw that and I was like, nah, like I mean I don't know what I was looking at. I was nah. like, I just looked. It looked caught my eye. The two. There, he was having double vision. For the I just like you know whatever. Okay, so I just didn't think about it. And then right after that, the text. Yeah, I was like, okay, so. Do you want to know baby A or baby B? I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, what? Oh my God. No way. And the first, the first thought I had in my mind was all the black magic that my mom did. (laughs) Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. (laughs) All her prayers and wishes. Double yolk eggs that she made. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, (laughs) no, no. Let's talk about that. It all came true. Well, Yes. So my suegra, yes. Okay, so be- when I was not pregnant with Josie, was I pregnant with her? Yeah. Or I already had her, probably. I did get, I did, um, was trying to make eggs breakfast, one of these, one of the breakfasts one day. And I did have two, a two uh, yolk egg. And so my, I, you know, we told my mother-in-law, she's like, oh my God. You better eat that egg. And I'm like, of course I'm going to eat the egg because I that's I have one egg left. And then I have... No, we only had two eggs left, so we hadn't gotten to the store. So I'm like, of course I'm going to eat it. But it's funny because we've also had that happen recently with two yolk eggs. And, uh, you know, we're trying to be practical here um, and not listen to that stuff. But I don't know. <laughs> so before the twins, I did eat two a two yolk egg um and you know didn't think anything of it and then look what happened we ended up having twins my mom would purposely like if she found one she would give it to either, either of us my me and brother or you know the brothers give it to us <laughs> I was like whatever you know it's an egg whatever I eat egg. whatever <laughs> So yeah, that was it. That was funny finding out the twins. Uh, and then um, it's and another thing that's even funnier is that we both have twins run in our family. So second pregnancy, we weren't even thinking of the probability of us having twins. So we had twins. Um, my my grandpa was a twin. His uh, sister passed away when they were young. I think like around seven or eight years old. And I think your uncle. Is a twin, or there's twins in your mom's side of the family? 
Yeah, some are sort of distant cousins or twins. Yeah, so it it's very strong that um, hereditary of gene of uh, twin genes, and uh, a lot of people don't know this, but fraternal twins run in the family. Um, identical twins, those could happen to anybody. So just remember that. And um, and the reason why I know that, not just because I'm a nurse, but yeah, when um we found out during the ultrasound, I had two sacks. So two individual yes. sacs, two individual eggs that were fertilized. Um, they call it a die-die pregnancy. Um, and so that there you go. There's an explanation of uh, your susceptibility of getting twins. And if you have, you know, twin twinage, <laughs> hereditary in your family. And then there's the identical twins, which anybody could get. Um, there's, I mean, you could try, we could try to confirm if they're really identical, but I'm sorry. If you look at them, they look the same. To you, I, not to me. Not. <laughs> well, no, 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 to people. But to me, I can tell which one is which. But sometimes when you just, you're just glancing at them, you're like, oh, no, like if we do that? the, uh, if we do the Hispanic version of Full House, like they wouldn't be able to swap out like <laughs> Mary Kate. <laughs> They wouldn't be able to do that. Maria and Rosalinda. You can't swap them out. <laughs> but anyway, so that was that was fun to find out that we were having twins. That um, was crazy. And we were like, shit, that's double the diapers. Yeah. Double everything. Double car seats. We had to get a double stroller. Anyway, it was it was crazy. All of a sudden, that that gum commercial is not funny. The double men thing of the twins, like happy, like hate that commercial. <laughs> I hated it at least at the beginning. It was it was rough. It was rough because uh, we had our nine. Uh, Drozy was eight months old. Um, she was eight months old. Uh, I think when we found out, or nine months old, and then uh, yeah. Yeah, seven months old. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Seven months old-ish. And then when Josie was 15 months, that's when the twins were born. So there you go. Like three under two. <laughs> we're laughing now because uh, like, ah. we're like, ah. that was, uh, yeah, wonderful. Um, but yeah, that was, that, that's ultrasound. That was our ultrasound story, which I thought was amazing. And we called. Um, Memorable. It was very memorable. We have to tell the twins that when they're older, like how we found out you guys were twins. They don't make that into a, a skit or a cartoon. Or <laughs> that's, a, that's a good... Uh... That was pretty good. So it was exciting. And we had... Uh, it was nice to see two sacks. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then deep down inside, I was like, shit. <laughs> how are we going to do this? Um, so we called, you know, we called our family. We called my comadre, which is Josie's Nina, Lupita. She, when she found out, she was like, what? Like, very unbelievable. So, yeah, that's our ultrasound story. Hope you enjoyed that one. <laughs> Next chapter. Next chapter, no. Next part of the umbilical journey um, is the actual birthing story. So we kind of briefly touched on Josie's. Um, I was working still, uh, up until I gave birth to her, which I, you know, in hindsight, I don't recommend, uh, that'd be one thing I would recommend for 
new moms is try to rest before you have the baby as much as possible but me i i love to work i enjoyed you know being with my patients and um caring for people and um so i worked up until i gave birth and um we kind of touched on it a little bit uh i work night shift as a nurse and then i came home and just had the worst backache and like oh gosh i my back hurts i had to poop a bunch of times like large poop <laughs> and we talk about bowel movements a lot and we were watching Django. We had just gotten our new couch, too, because we had moved into our new place, and uh, we needed a couch. And I'm so glad we bought that couch. So yeah. We still have that couch. We still use it now. It so the hospital, so we got to the hospital. I know we talked about that the last episode. The whole yeah, like the, uh, did we talk about, okay, yeah, we, so. So let's cut to the. We didn't have the. Cut to the, <laughs> we made it, because we were in the parking lot. We weren't ready to go to the hospital, because I was expecting, Josie was like 38 weeks, and I was like, oh, I got a week. I got a week and uh and I'm usually we're usually pretty prepared but I just didn't care about my my diaper bag and getting it ready before the hospital. So frantically and then I finally I had that explosion in the movie Django I think triggered my contractions to be closer, more frequent and more regular. That the, so uh, that's an indication that you are actually having contractions and not like Braxton Hicks which is a little more irregular. But anyway, more yeah. science stuff <laughs> at the hospital then uh, so we got i made it into the hospital and what do you remember from that oh from what i remember from that so i cannot tolerate morphine um <laughs> cannot tolerate they pushed they ivy pushed morphine for pain and i just i could not i it was like I couldn't tolerate it. It was terrible. But the pain I can describe to you is um, pretty intense. You couldn't tolerate the morphine? like what? I couldn't tolerate it because I kept going in and out. It's a sedative. It's oh, an okay, opioid. Okay. So I couldn't... It was incoherent. Hmm. And uh, I don't usually take pen, pain medication. Um, so it was interesting. The nurse was like, Honey, we can't do your epidural yet because you're still a little bit... You know, not dilated or effaced. And that's exactly how the nurse talked. So we got to the triage and I'll... Um, jo- oh, yeah. <laughs> he had to leave me in front of the lobby yeah. because he had to park. Long Beach Memorial, you know, had a parking lot structure that was further away. So he had to leave me. At, and then this the security guard thought that I was some homeless pregnant lady just sitting there. So anyway, I was like maybe five centimeters in um in the um in the antepartum room um they hooked you up your IVs your fluids and you know I'm like ah I kind of I think I want an epidural because it was painful. So me I I just remember going in and out of the room being inside the room. I thought it was gonna be like you know we got there boom, you know maybe wait a little bit and baby's gonna come out. <laughs> But it lasted how long? It lasted 25 hours. 25 hours of labor for my first child. So I, re- I always think about that when I look at her and uh, I get <laughs> mad at her. <laughs> Not mad at her or disappointed in her for something she does. But um, yeah, 25 hours. I was like six centimeters. So they weren't going to send me home at that point. Uh, but I was at six centimeters for a while. But for some reason, the OB was like, no, I have a feeling you're going to need to come back within an hour. So then they um, 
you know, they 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 gave me Pitocin, which helps in, induce, mm. like, makes your, um, your labor go a little bit faster. But nothing. She And it was from six, and then six hours later, I was barely at seven centimeters. And then I, I don't know what you were doing. You were just calling people. Yeah, we're just taking the whole family. Like, baby's up. coming, the baby's coming, everybody. Yeah, the whole family showed up. Like, they're in the way of waiting room and stuff. So, like, what are you guys... in and out, yeah. and now we're swapping. Did people come into the room, family? Oh, we were trying to avoid people coming into the room, but for, you know, my mother came in there. No, but she the other, pushed other, her the, way in there. Did other family come in? No, I don't remember. Ah, uh, no. Maybe my mom, maybe. But no, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It was a haze. I was on morphine. It wasn't like, a <laughs> uh, party, but uh, I remember sleeping on that couch thing they have in there. Yeah. Waking up and still not, baby, still not <laughs> still out. Still not out. Yeah, I had a lot of so a lot of complications during my um, my labor with Josie. Um, so just the nurse that I had was the very the first mm-hmm. nurse that I had was great. The second one, she was also pregnant, and she continued to tell me about how, please don't tell anybody that I'm pregnant. I'm like, who the hell am I going to tell that you're pregnant? I don't care about you being pregnant right now. And and she wasn't showing, so it was like, are you early? But And then while she's talking, I'm noticing that, you know, little Josie's heart rate was um, very inconsistent and decelerating and that's not a good sign and I was going in and out my O2 was like you know it's kind of bad if you're a nurse and you're a patient you're like the worst patient ever <laughs> so I'm looking and I'm looking at her I'm like you want to take care of my O2 maybe bump it up a little bit uh, my blood pressure is kind of going down you want to kind of let the doctor know you know like that kind of thing so anyway that was fun um, they eventually gave me uh, my epidural. <laughs> was, did you see them put it in? No. Was that right before? Or no? I think you did see them put it in. They try not to have dads in the room or someone else in the room when they're putting the epidural in because uh, it's pretty traumatic looking. It's a long needle. goes in your spine. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's a haze now. It's a haze. But anyway, so Josie, I I had to use uh, my contractions were getting really bad, and uh, I had to use my PCA pump, and then my my freaking epidural ran out. I felt everything. Her big old head. I felt everything. I felt her coming out of my body. I felt them cutting me. Which I don't think they really needed to give me an uh, episiotomy. They should have just let me tear naturally. Because she wasn't a big baby. Why would you need to tear me? Why would you need to cut me? But anyway. Oh, and um, yeah, my mom snuck in there. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Your mom's, you didn't remember my mom being in the room? No, yeah, I remember. I don't know how she got in. but Yeah, she tricked the nurse. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I made it clear to the nurse. Like, please, I don't want anyone in here while I'm delivering. Just, I made that clear. But, of course, my aloof nurse that we had, talking about her pregnancy, probably wasn't listening to me. And uh, just let my mom come in. I mean, I mean, you know, what can you do? If you force your way in there, you force your way in there. But, if you're asking for our honest opinion, if you didn't put the baby in the, <laughs> the belly, I don't think you should go in the room. But, hey, we're all different. So, to each his own. So anyway, 
Yeah, I ran out, and uh, that ring of fire, that shit is uh, fire. Yep, yep, she was coming out. I, I stopped pushing at one point, and you know what the nurse told me? The nurse said, honey, you need to stop pushing. I am not pushing. This kid is coming out <laughs> of me, whether you like it or not. So either you deliver, or you just say baby on the bed, or, um, you know, you grab another OB. But her excuse was, oh, well, the OB got pulled into a C-section. I'm like, great. Well, is there another, you know, OB that can, you know, supervise this while you... <laughs> like, she was expecting to catch her. And I said, she's just going to come out. I'm not... I'm not literally... I put my hands up and I said, I am not pushing. She's coming out. Because I had already been pushing. Anyway, so Josie, her little personality, she's a go-getter. She's a, a fighter. She'll just push through, and she did, and uh, it was great. And then um, she did aspirate some of her meconiums in, in my belly because it did rupture. Um, and um, she ended up having to be, you know, aspirated. They needed the respiratory team there. She was briefly in NICU for a little bit uh, because of the that. But then she eventually be went to NICU because she had jaundice. And so that's one thing, you know, babies that are jaundice, they're not able to, um, you know, break down those red blood cells. So that's why they're, they're yellow. Um, and so she had to stay in there for a little bit, a few days. So she was very sleepy when she came out. She cried a little bit and then did the skin to skin. And she looked like a little alien. She looked like, she looked like Jorge. When she came out, like you could tell that's your baby when she first comes out. Did you? <laughs> it did look more like me at birth. And at now. birth. That's pretty funny. But yeah. So yeah, that was my our experience. And uh, that was at a non-baby friendly hospital. So we'll compare. That was <laughs> Long Beach. That was yeah. Long Beach Memorial. I mean, Long Beach is great. Long Beach Memorial is a great hospital, but uh, I had a very challenging birth there. And then, uh, the, okay, so fast forward to the twins. That was scheduled. Right? No, well, um, it was a it was a scheduled vaginal delivery. Oh, okay. Okay, so <laughs> the twins. So with twin pregnancies, so, usually, at, you know, usually 30 weeks is 30-ish weeks is considered full term for twin pregnancies because it's already a high risk pregnancy. You're carrying two, you're double everything, double complications. Plus with Josie, I had preeclampsia uh, when I gave birth to her. So I had, I had that. Um, and so that was the, the worry of when I was going to do my NSTs and my follow-up visits. The OB was like, ooh, baby B is not growing. So baby B and A. Olivia is actually gestationally younger than Camila. So Camila gestationally came, was implanted first because she was on my, I think, right side of my uterus. And then Olivia uh was considered gestationally baby b by a f when i saw my chart it was a few days apart crazy right crazy so cammy uh, came first she you know went in my belly and then olivia came a few days later crazy that means your freaking super sperm was still in my <laughs> vagina 
<laughs> my vagina or uterus. Just hanging out. Like, hey, so where's the next egg? Can I, can I drop? You found it. I found it. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's interesting. But um, as far as birthing, Olivia was first. And she came out vaginally because, you know, they tried to induce me. Um, complications with the pregnancy, uh, Camila wasn't growing as much. So they were worried about, um, uh, gosh, I can't think of the medical term right now. But basically, all the, Olivia be taking more of the nutrients from Camila. So she was a lot smaller. Um, but, and she wasn't growing at that point. And I was already like 37 weeks pregnant. And that's, that's way past usually for twin pregnancies. So it was interesting at 37, 37 and a half weeks, I had the twins. So Olivia came out vaginally and she was fine, but Camila would not come out. She was stuck in there. So they ended up having to do an emergency C-section anyway, which sucks because so now my vagina's torn, and you ripped apart my stomach, and um, I don't know. I got all sad thinking about how destroyed my body is at this point. <laughs> uh, before that, there was another issue before that too, where you were waiting to go into the... That was there, right? Yeah. Your, um, you talk about that? Waiting? We're waiting. And your blood levels. Oh! My blood levels? No. Maybe no. Something else? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Not blood levels. Like something in your blood or something was... Wait, my blood? Something was dropping in your blood pressure. No, that was after I gave birth. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Here. Okay. Okay. So yeah. anyway, yeah, for me, I was just waiting around. You gave me this, the mask and the suit. And they're, okay, we're going to call you in when it's, you know, when it's showtime. Yeah, so they took you in first, and like a few minutes later, okay, come on. It was and quick. Boom, it was, and it was like, baby one. <laughs> you did the little symbol <laughs> thing over the curtain, and I'm like... Oh, I love touching their little cheeks. It was a minute, right? One minute apart? Or yeah, it was pretty quick. Like number two. Yeah, it was to, really to, a few, yeah, pretty cut quick. Cut the umbilical cords. Was it hard to cut the umbilical cord? A little bit. Yeah. It was... Did you see the Ava? Artery, vein, artery? That's how you know it's, Can't it's a patent. <laughs> I kind of just held it and I just clipped it real quick. Um, oh. But yeah, that, that part was big one. As soon as they called me in, it was like two minutes and it was done. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then Olivia ended up being hypoglycemic. So her blood sugar was low. I couldn't breastfeed them right away. Because I, I lost a lot of blood this time around. And um yeah my ner my postpartum my postpartum nurse Ooh. <laughs> that was a that was fun too with her but she was very frantic it's like if you're in this line of business birthing children like you can't be frantic like she was manic like oh my god I can't, I got I like um excuse me but my blood pressure is 80 over 48 you bolus my ass now <laughs> And I and then um, I was having a reaction to the anesthesia. I was shaking and just feeling chilly, and I couldn't see uh, Jorge because he was with the twins. So that was not fun for me. That was terrible. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember that. Like I'm, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna follow them. Yeah, because we don't want them to kidnap the baby. 
We were like, somebody got to kidnap our babies. Swap them or something. I don't know. I was like, I'm Oh, yeah. Nah, but they're for sure ours. But yeah, they, they, <laughs> they showed me the, um, <clears throat> where they put her for the sugar. Yeah. My little, little baby. Oh, Olivia. But anyway. Yeah, that was a terrible uh, experience in postpartum. But, um, in postpartum, in recovery. Uh, and then, uh. Then we got to the suite, and um, I didn't have a live. I didn't have them the first night, because I was. The first night. Yeah, the whole first night. When she, I think they eventually gave her to me. Then they they gave them to me the next day. Yeah, so overnight. So yeah. overnight. So I was super super sad. I was crying and like, why? <laughs> I want my babies. I want to breastfeed them. So, um, but when they came. And started, when I started feeding them, gosh, they like were pros. They already know where to go. And good thing I have two boobs, right? Like, one on each. Um, The right one was the preferred one, so I'm a little bit lopsided these days. But it was so wonderful feeding them. They were a lot easier to feed than Josie. (laughs) Josie was sleepy for the first few days. And then eventually that infamous cry that you hear. First day of, you know, first day of delivery, it's so quiet. Like, oh, it's so peaceful. Like, oh, the baby's so beautiful. When you get to the second day, that shit changes. That shit is like, ah! <laughs> ah! And uh, we, we can tell which kid had the most distinct cry. <laughs> like a wailing sound, like, So those are our fun birthing stories. Um, um, yeah, those are some fun experiences. And we had three. We had three babies. Wow. Yeah, so that... So, oh, 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 yeah, just want to let you guys know, we didn't leave Josie at home by herself. She was... <laughs> You're like, where did the... Who was taking care of Josie? Uh, she was if she, my brother and sister in law at the time. Uh, watched her for us for a few days until um, we got home, and that was so. Oh. So, yeah. Let's compare the. Uh, the ch- the. Home. Uh, but getting home. Oh yes. <sighs> okay. Oh, with Josie. Tell Josie. Um, the best advice we could. <laughs> I don't know. I think we learned so much from Josie, how we reacted to um, just having so many people around us to the twins. We did everything differently. Um, So with Josie, we had so many people around us. Um, My anxiety was was so It was immediate family. It was immediate family, but we have a large immediate family. Um, My parents drove up from San Diego, and then, you know, we were in L.A. at the time, so Jorge's family was in L.A. They were waiting. Just... Too much going on. It's my fr- it's our first child. Just like I felt so overwhelmed, and I probably snapped at people, but I had just given birth. Like, give me a break. Like, people telling me how to fr- freaking breastfeed, and like you're not doing this right. It's like it's not helpful. Just go away. <laughs> and then the uh, the belly button thing with the he can do oh, something yeah. or. Remember that the coin thing? It's like the first thing they ran up. They ran upstairs and they're like, "We gotta do it. We gotta do it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a superstition. 
that you're supposed to wrap the be baby's belly with a um, something to tie it to reduce colic or whatever. I don't know. Any Audi. Any any. Oh yes, the any Audi thing. You're supposed to put it so that they're not an Audi. But let's let's be real. That's not real. That's <laughs> not true about the any Audi thing. Hey, if you're if your parents are innies, hey, you're gonna be an innie. If your parents are Audis, you're gonna probably be an Audi. Um, you know what I mean? Like just mumbo jumbo like that. Just uh, again, again. So just feeling overwhelmed at home, and I just wanted to be with. I just wanted to bond with my kid, and everyone just kept grabbing her, and it's like chill, just chill out. Like let me. Bond with my child. Let us bond with our child for a few days. So that was one um, lesson from Josie that we definitely changed in our second pregnancy. We had less people. Um, I don't think we even really told anybody until we were already at the hospital. My brother knew, of course, because I asked him to like, hey, can you guys come up and help me? But I really wanted to change the dynamic of how... Um, our postpartum experience was compared to the first pregnancy because the first pregnancy it was diff it was long it was tiring i didn't know what we were doing we were scared like so many complications and then to add on to that a bunch of people just telling you how to do things it's not helpful so it was kind of nice that the nurses were like yeah you guys gotta go <laughs> So, you know, and then with the twins, they were birthed at a baby-friendly facility. Oh my gosh, the experience was so much different as far as the postpartum care. You know, it was a lot quieter. We didn't have visitors right away. Aside from the manic lady. Oh, aside from the manic nurse. But us, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more peaceful. And I think, um, yeah, those were the biggest comparisons right just definitely the twins getting home was a lot better relax i know mom was there but but it wasn't crazy kind of i kind of given her the look the talk <laughs> like you know you're gonna relax and chill and then just we're gonna be easy quiet like, no craziness and i think that's what it was quiet just quiet and sleepy babies sleepy babies they slept oh no but then they were hungry they were hungry. <laughs> and that was the end for a while. <laughs> of no sleep. Of sleep. So when we were breast when we were when I was breastfeeding the twins, I was like, how am I gonna breastfeed them? Um at the same time? Do I do it one by one? So if you think about it, if you have one baby breastfeeding and then the next baby breastfeeding that's like basically all day of breastfeeding. So we really wanted to just train ourselves to tandem breastfeed, which I'm glad we did. So that was nice. And they were, we crib trained them right away. Like right when, <laughs> with Josie, we co-slept. Episode three. Yeah. Hmm. The kind of sleeping, uh, sleeping behavior comparisons will be, maybe not episode three, maybe episode four. Oh no, it will be episode three. So we'll continue. We'll continue the umbilical odyssey with the actual after we bring all the babies home, what we did, what we had to prepare for, and all that wonderful stuff. So check us out next Friday.
for continuation of episode two, but technically it's episode three. Right? Have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye.